Did you hate it? <laughs> no, but like there are some weird choices. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually, I was, I thought I was gonna be like, oh yeah, I don't. I actually don't like this movie, but I watched it. and I was like, oh yeah, no, I love this movie. I think it's really funny. It's, it is crazy though. It's 1967 though, which is why all those like random inserts and crazy shit like that was so, of the time. Like yeah. that's what was happening. Oh shit! I need to do the Oscars thing. Yeah, like oh, awards. My God, I'm unprepared. Yeah, yeah. It won. It won an Oscar. A bunch. Oh. No, it just won one. Can you guess what it won for? No. <laughs> really? I feel like it's so obvious. Is it directing? Yeah. Okay. Or editing, I feel like. Directing. I think the directing of this movie is, like, fucking perfect. It's crazy. <laughs> it's it, like, great. Yeah, but it's, like... Every shot has, like, a symbolic meaning. <laughs> it's so cool. And But it's also, like... I feel like the movie that it is... Are we... Are oh, we we're, yeah, we're in it. We're, because we're, otherwise, we're really just wasting. I think I think it's gonna start where you say, uh, "Did you hate it?" <laughs> That's fair. Did I start recording? I sure did. Thank God. Well, Thank God. no, I, I'm recording you, so it's good. Oh, yeah, we got new technology working working for us. So, Ooh. oh yeah, yeah, I. It's bananas. It's it's so insane. Yeah. But anyway, welcome to Film Schooled. I'm Tyler. Welcome to Film Schooled. I'm Courtney. Yeah, this week we watched The Graduate. The Graduate is a film. It's crazy like so the way, the thing that the thing that uh like I don't even know how to describe it, like weirds me out about this movie is that mm -hmm. it's like it's a comedy. It's definitely yeah. a comedy. It is like it sure is. purposefully very funny. Yes. And also the most batshit bananas story <laughs> that is very dramatic and very like serious. <laughs> and I'm like the tone of this movie is so great weird. Yeah, no it is. <laughs> that is that's fair. It, I but I think that's on purpose. Yeah, no no, I, it um, seems very intentional. Like everything. Very yeah, purposeful. Everything in the movie is purposeful yeah. which is crazy but it's um yeah i mean it's like it's a satire of like wealthy people with all of this privilege and opportunity making terrible <laughs> choices and being idiots but i also like i don't know i think ann bancroft is so funny in this movie she's hilarious <laughs> everything she does is so like like she's uh like the acting is so great and dustin hoffman is so like awkward like He's so great. He's so good at it. He's so good at it. Actually, one of the things, one of the trivia things I found is that, uh, you know, when he grabs her boob, like real awkwardly. Yes, that's so funny. It, I wrote that down. That too. wasn't scripted. He did that. She, oh, she God. didn't. Even, she didn't even know it was gonna happen. And the director, uh, Mike Nichols, he, um, he was uh, laughing. It, like he, he didn't know it was gonna happen either. Like, like that's he did it on a whim and the banging his head against the wall was him trying not to like crack <laughs> up yeah <laughs> i mean on one hand that's like a really brilliant like character move because it was like what his character would do but on the other hand i feel like if you're an actor working with an actress maybe let let her know before you're gonna grow yeah <laughs> she 
She did it. She played she, it off perfect. She plays it perfectly. She doesn't even react. She, she just, just keeps looking forward. Yeah. And like, <laughs> it's uh, this movie's so funny. There's so much that I like about it. I don't know. Should we get into it yeah. in a more formal way? I was gonna. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, one of the first things I wrote down was, "Oh, this is rich, rich white people." The movie, because <laughs> like, it's just all about like these weird. Uh, it's a weird culture, rich white people. It's very weird. Uh huh. Right. Well, and it's also weird, like social standards, expectations, like, society. Yeah, societal norms that they have to. They feel like they have to. Yeah like abide to i do think it is a satire of those types of people yeah no yeah yeah they're definitely making fun of them because like yes the scene the scene with the the scuba suit and oh i love that scene so much and his dad is just like talking it up and you have no idea what it is because he's behind the door he just keeps going dad can we talk can about I talk this? To, can i talk to you for a minute i'd like to talk to you for a minute it's so funny <laughs> It is really funny. I, this movie's great. Um, I think I've seen this movie like four times, by the way. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. It's. I feel like I'm going to have to show it to people because to, like it, it's one of those movies that I want to know uh, what other people think about it, you know? Yeah. It's also a movie I was shocked you hadn't seen, which is why I was like, you need to see this. Well, we're as we as as we go forward with this podcast, you're going to be even more and more shocked. <laughs> I've not seen a lot of movies i just feel like this is such like a standard yeah like move like it's just a movie everyone needs to like if you're a film buff like you have to watch this movie and i think it is because the directing is so cool yeah i i think the only the only really knowledge i had about it was i think my parents like it and have seen it and have talked about it before otherwise completely oblivious to what it was about what was going to happen stuff like that oh, so okay well, i went that in must blind be a big shock it was <laughs> so starting the movie out with well that first that intro did you watch it you watch it on hulu i sure did and hulu kept fucking me over by like every <laughs> fuck you hulu every like 10 minutes the fil- like the movie would like pause and like reload and then it would load and the it would be like zoomed in for whatever reason, I'd have to back out and go back into it. Oh, God. That's terrible. Hulu is being annoying. Sorry. No, that's okay. Um, the opening credits is all you're talking about. Not the opening credits. <laughs> well, one second. Uh, Those are great. <laughs> before before that, the just the opening with uh, whoever made the movie, they're like little intro, you know? Yeah, yeah. It was awful and so loud and like jarring and weird. In the, and it's in the clouds. I don't even know what the company was. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, it is. There are a lot of things with the um, sound mixing. Yeah. But that <laughs> might just been, it's old. It's an older I think movie. that's the time. Yeah. Yeah. There are a lot of, uh, there are a lot of women screaming in the audio peaking Yeah. Out. Like, yeah, legitimately. <laughs> um, so, so, so to get back, to get back on track, uh, the logline goes, a disillusioned college graduate finds himself torn between his older lover, lover and her daughter. Which I didn't even read the logline for the movie before watching Right. <laughs> uh, it came out... I don't know if he's torn between them. I think he's... Yeah. Yeah. Put at odds against, like, right. between them. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what you get. Yeah, that's what you get. Yeah, it came out December 21st, 1967. It had a budget of three million. It made a hundred and five million. So, 
another this was the top grossing film of 1967 oh all right did it did it come out in black and white do you know and then come out in technicolor no no i don't think so i think it came out in color okay because imdb had like uh images of it and it was in black and white and i was like hmm maybe they just film stills might just be in black and white for whatever reason right uh runtime uh hour and uh jesus gonna start over (laughs) runtime hour and 46 minutes it's the exact same as sing street i didn't have to change that in the note (laughs) that's great also again movies are too long (laughs) well when we do older movies i feel like you're gonna have a better time because they are shorter (laughs) all about eve was like two hours and 20 minutes that's true that's true Uh, and and i'm pretty sure and like this is like a fact citizen kane is 10 hours (laughs) I think I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do this weird thing with time dilation in that movie. It's really it was really uh revolutionary for the It's yeah, it's it's long. For the film industry. And science. I mean NASA was pretty involved. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> rated PG, which blows my mind. Yeah. There is I don't know, sixties man. Actual nudity in this film. Although I mean it's blinking barely. at you. It's like a like such a quick cut away yeah it's literally like one frame like they i feel yes, like they exactly. spliced it you barely see it yeah they splice it in. but it's i was like what like who would take their like 10 year old because what's pg i mean what's the yeah but i also feel like like i've heard people talk about this and like um i mean john Lee does the whole like back to the future mm-hmm thing where he's like they weren't making movies for kids you just went to see whatever your parents <laughs> did this is like there was no like kids movies yeah right um besides like animated stuff yeah i guess um yeah yeah so i think you're just like come on or you just like left your kid home with like a carton of cigarettes <laughs> and a lighter yeah. and you were like we'll be back in three hours <laughs> uh aspect ratio Two point three five to one. Cinemascope. 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 Again. Again. Cinemascope. Yeah. Didn't have to change that either. <laughs> uh, directed by Mike Nichols, who I didn't look into enough. Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Mike Nichols, super famous director. This is one of probably his most famous film that he ever directed. He also directed Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. Um, he was uh in the improv group Nichols and May. Okay. Um, which is another thing he's like widely known for. They had really famous like improv albums. Um, and he's just a really great fucking director. I think this movie is directed perfectly. It's yeah. I mean, like, and that's what I was sort of saying earlier is like, I feel like it has like no right to be like, it's a comedy and it, it just has this tone this weird tone and it doesn't feel like it should be a movie that is this well shot i don't know why but (laughs) yeah i mean it's a comedy that won best director yeah which is yeah doesn't happen very which is yeah i mean but this is in the time like i don't know annie hall is what 1970 that one like best picture yeah right this movie um kind of reminds me in a weird way of like a simple favor okay yeah 
like Paul Feig's. Yes. Because I feel like that movie is a comedy and it's really funny, but it's also so dark and weird. Yeah. And the whole time you're like, what am I watching? Yes. And what does this mean? But it, and it's directed in a really cool, like stylistic yeah. way. I didn't, I didn't even think about that, but yes, that is a perfect analog. The, uh, you said Mike Nichols, he's not really known. I mean, he's known for, uh, what did you the other movies he directed, but, uh, Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? Yeah. Catch Twenty Two. Oh, okay. Um, the Birdcage. He's like a, he's a very famous director. Working Girl. It doesn't seem like, uh, I mean Dustin Hoffman. Obviously, uh, he plays Ben, a very young Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> he's in a lot of stuff, but Anne Bancroft and Catherine Ross. Just looking at their IMDb, it, they're like, they weren't in a lot else. Like this is what they're kind of known for. Yeah, I mean, I think they were famous for, like, in the 60s. Yeah. So I think they were, cons- like, um, Anne Bancroft was in The Miracle Worker before this. I think, like, they were considered movie stars of that time. Okay. But yeah, so Dustin Hoffman, he plays Ben, the main character. Uh, Anne Bancroft plays Mrs. Robinson, the wife of Mr. Robinson, and Ben's older lover that they talked about in that logline. Uh, Catherine Ross plays Elaine Robinson, the daughter. Uh, the great William Daniels plays Ben's dad. Mr. Feeney. Mr. Feeney, and I didn't even catch it. I didn't oh, even... Really? I, I didn't notice. Time I was like, Feeney! <laughs> Feeney! Yeah, but but once I, once I read it like on IMDb, I was like, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. This is also one of... Um, like Dustin Hoffman's first credits. Like this is kind of the movie that made him a star. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And uh, another uh, fun fact is that Dustin Hoffman and Anne Bancroft are only like six years six apart. Six years apart, yep. So they aged Anne Bancroft up with like makeup and stuff. And uh, Dustin Hoffman just kind of has a boyish look. Yeah, too. he just looks young. Yeah. Uh, but that was crazy. Cause she's so. Cause I think he's twenty. She's like forty. Yeah. Cause there's one point where uh, she says, "I'm twice your age." Um. The music was written by Paul Newman. And Paul Simon. <clears throat> the music was <laughs> written by uh, Paul. <laughs> no, you're gonna. You're keeping that in. <laughs> <laughs> the the music was written by. Why did I? <laughs> What made me think that? Paul Newman's not even a music. Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh, the music was done or written by Paul Simon, and then Simon and Garfunkel performed it. And the I think music this is, is wonderful. This is the, like the first time that like a whole like that they had like this hat like a pop band wrote the um, songs for the film, like specifically to be used as like right. the like emotional soundtrack to the film and it works beautifully i didn't like it (laughs) really yeah you're crazy uh it it so hello darkness is is hard because it's become a meme so it's hard to take it seriously now like today and i don't know the other songs it just seemed like they it seems like they they wrote three songs and played the three of them throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. 
we I, I, we legitimately heard the hello darkness my old friend three times and, yeah. and i took note i was like <laughs> not once but twice and then at the end i was like not once not twice but thrice Did i liked hear? it though i feel like it uh especially when i f- it like accurately depicts what yeah ben is feeling yeah what he's going through for sure but I, I don't know it i can think of at least four songs and i know there are more than that <laughs> I, we heard multiple, but like, we heard more than one of them more than one time. Yeah. Which was, I don't know. I don't know. Um, But then... Rotten Tomato score, 86%. Mm-hmm. Which is maybe our lowest I so think far? our lowest, yeah. Yeah. Um, But uh, it said the audience score is 90%, so interesting. Yeah. Again, um, people don't like comedies. <laughs> Critics yeah, yeah. don't like comedies. Right, yeah, yeah. What was the other comedy we did? Comedy, comedy, comedy. Uh, we, we did it. Another? I think we did a musical, because that's the other oh, job yeah, I yeah, really yeah. like. We did Chicago. Also, it, yeah, Chicago, and it also had like a lower Rotten Tomatoes score. It's like, yeah, people, <laughs> like, <laughs> critics hate musicals. And comedies. I, yeah, it's uh A it's comedy weird. musical? Ugh, how dare you. Yeah, good lord. But so Courtney, what with the we're we're in school, we're in session. You know what I mean? What, why'd you pick this film? I just took a big sip of my coffee. That's okay. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> Into the mic. <laughs> Let's leave that sound in. Cool. <laughs> um, why did we pick this film? Uh, I was truly shocked that you had never seen it. Right. Um, I don't know if that's going to be in the beginning of this episode. <laughs> anyway, I was like, I was so surprised you hadn't seen it. I think it is, um, it is truly a classic that has some real fun, funny lines, um, wonderfully acted, especially by Dustin Hoffman and Anne Bancroft. Yeah. Um, and I think it is directed so wonderfully and stylistically and, um, it's like emotionally directed like every camera angle like makes you feel something and is framed Mm -hmm. in a really interesting way and i think i think it's it like it's just a classic and you need to see it yeah yeah it uh it was definitely jarring (laughs) uh at first because i didn't know what i was getting into um but what like it didn't take very long for me to get into it and be like, okay, here we go. <laughs> I feel is... like you're, when you watch it too, you're like fully immersed in the world, like nearly immediately. Yeah. And I think that is from the directing of like, it's framed in a way where you get how Ben is feeling all the time. Yeah. I There was one uh, shot that I took note of where uh, at his graduation party, uh-huh. where uh, right at the beginning, where it's, uh, they're following Ben with the camera, uh, and they're they're uh, it's handheld, mm-hmm. so it's kind of bumpy, you know. Like yeah. it's not on a crane, like it's not moving smoothly. And I feel like it does a really good job of making you feel how like chaotic this scene is, especially when Ben is l- just trying to like go be by himself. He's like, "Yes, hi, hi, hi," and he's like talking to literally everyone as they stop him. Yeah, and also like that, it's so tightly shot, like it's um. Yeah, Like, you only get, like, half of his face and half the people he's talking about, and I think you get the sense of, like, oh, he's feeling smothered and claustrophobic, and so so are we, and so is the shot. 
well and so is the room like there are legitimately like a lot of people around him yeah. and in these rooms that he's trying to like shimmy Sh- past. yeah shuffle through but it's so much more effective to show that tight shot of him than it would be right. to show the room full of people to like give us that sense of um claustrophobia claustrophobia did you notice Claust- claustrophobia Cla- Cla- you for- did you forget nell claustrophobia did you notice when he was walking um when he was going upstairs did you notice Anne bancroft sitting in the background yeah, smoking, smoking just looking and- at him she and also it's... she's like wearing black and everything else like everyone else is wearing white like she's so they make her yeah. stand out in such a perfect way because like the house is pretty white too like yeah oh, they the do walls. a really good job of leading your eye towards her even though she's supposed to be in the background yeah which is which was really cool um and <laughs> i said uh <laughs> I, when she comes up to his room Immediately, like sh- when she opened the door and said, "Oh, this isn't the bathroom." I wrote down, "Oh, this lady is trying to fuck this kid." <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then, like two seconds right. later, <laughs> two seconds later, I wrote down in all caps, "I said, oh shit, she is trying to fuck this kid," because it is uh, pretty obvious, and he is not. Uh, He's not pretty. about it. And I mean, also like the line in the. Um, uh, well, okay, so the other thing is I had, I've watched this probably like four times Yeah. in two different film classes. I've, I've had to watch it. Yeah. And I think I've just watched it by myself two separate times. And mm-hmm. um, one of the, the lines that like everyone always points out is how the guy like puts his arm around him and takes him outside of the pool and is like, I've got one word for you. Okay. One word. Yeah. Plastics. And... Um, <laughs> That was, it's like making fun of at the time, like everyone was like, yeah, you got to get into plastics. And mm-hmm. I feel like it'd be like, if now someone was like, I, <laughs> someone's like, I have one, uh, one word for you for your future. Bitcoin. I feel like it's yeah, that sort yep. of like, <laughs> it's like, you got to get into tech. Yeah. Um, is that, is that the first joke of the movie? Cause I feel like that one kind of like, I was it like, oh, that hard. was funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think so. Yeah, I think I mean the first thing I wrote down is a plane in the '60s must have been terrifying. <laughs> I don't care for it, planes now. Yeah, that that opening credit scene is uh, really cool. Yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah, because it's, it's him on it's, a, like a moving walkway. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just silent, and you're just reading these like because it really it right it really makes you read the names like produced by you know all that. Yeah, yeah. Because nothing else is really happening. You're just kind of like following this kid home. Yeah. I it, I thought yeah. the opening was fun. Yeah, it's 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 really cool. So, well, he I tries, don't know. What do you want to talk about next? Oh, I, well, I, I, he's only at his grad party for like 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, that's, he and everyone's pissed. Everyone's like, when he like kind of shoes them off, each like... Each person well, comes at him, and he's like, hi, yeah, I, okay, I gotta go. Yeah, uh, well, those women that he talks to, when he, like, walks away, yeah. they're like, oh, he's so handsome. Like, no, 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 <laughs> like they're, they're all about it. But they do say, like, his parents are like, you know, he's a scholar and a track runner and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and, well, and there's a cool moment where he's walking up the stairs, and I think his mom starts, like, reading something that she, like, prepared. It, it yeah, seems like it's like a voiceover and then he slams yeah. the door and the um, and the audio cuts out and it's so great 
Um, I was like, that's... Yeah, because he's finally alone. Yeah, and then Mrs. Robinson comes in. He's, he just keeps going, I just need a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's just so desperate to get some... He's only been down there like 30 seconds. Yeah. It's funny. I I wrote down a couple times. I said, this poor kid just wants to talk about his feelings. I know. I think like... <laughs> With anyone. <laughs> I think like now this movie, they'd, it would be like, okay, well, then it's depressed. Um, yeah. <laughs> We need to and get him needs, help. Yeah, he needs some help, which is probably true. Yeah. But, like, when he takes um, Mrs. Robinson home, that whole scene of him freaking, like, <laughs> there are so many times where he's just like, I don't want to come inside. She's like, you're coming inside. He's like, okay. And then... <laughs> he's like a... Well, not he's not even a people pleaser. Like, he is, he's just, like, bound by these rules of society that he like the polite thing to do next is to do this and he's like oh i just want to go i think also part of it is like he's into it oh you think so because i feel like i feel like it's um well he's into it but he doesn't want to be into it yeah well that's probably true (laughs) i think i think part of him's intrigued because like he's so bored like he's bored with his life and with his like family like his parents and he's like I mean, I might as well check this out. So I think even though he's being like, I don't want to come in. She's like, come in. He's like, okay. <laughs> he's like, I might yeah. as well. Well, that's, yeah, that's how it all happens is that he finally like gives in to her well, I, seduction. I, she, he calls her. Um, I, right. I keep thinking of the, it, the like Kristen Wiig SNL um, skit, sketch, sketch where she's like, don't make me sing. I feel like he's kind of doing that. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I yeah, don't want to stay. And she's like, stay. And he's like, okay. And at the same time, he's also just so awkward as a person. Mm-hmm. And he's a virgin. So, like, he's not... He I doesn't, don't think he is. Oh, doesn't she? Well, she accuses him of being and he, one. And he's like, no, I'm not. He, She says, like, you don't have any experience. And he's like, yes, I do. And then he, like, pulls her in bed. Yeah, I think but that's I think him he's being, lying. Like, Oh, I don't think he's lying. I think that's Oh, him. I assumed he was I think lying. he was just, like, scared because it's, she's, like, 40. Yeah. And a family friend. Right. And then hmm. she's like, mm, what are you, a virgin? And he's like, oh, okay. But I feel like the, the act, so when they're in the hotel room for the first time, mm-hmm. and he, that first kiss is awful. Yeah. It is so cringy. And, and then the grabbing of the boob, I feel like he, I, I thought he was a virgin because he was just like so. I think he's just incredibly... so awkward. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but back when they're at like the first, when they're at um, when he drops her off at home, that whole mm-hmm. sequence is so funny. It also has like the very um, like so she says she's like, "Well, you just stay till my husband gets home. Mm-hmm. He won't be home for you know my husband won't be home for hours." And so then, well, she doesn't reveal that at first. Yes, yes, but they're kind of like doing this little cat like um song and dance at least she is and he's just like nope no no (laughs) yeah he's like i just want to go he's like i can't take i can't have a drink and then she like hands him a drink and she was like you'll have this drink and um yeah she's very forceful (laughs) yes well she's an adult um but the the scene where he's like (laughs) or the shot where her leg is up and it's shot yeah. through her leg, and he says, "Mrs. Robinson, are you trying to seduce me?" Is like, 
it's so perfect and it's one of those like classic shots like other like i think you'll notice like a lot of people pay homage to that and there's like been a lot of um like i know that's like they almost recreate that like shot exactly in like crazy stupid love okay and Uh, some other movies it was on the poster so i guess i did have an idea of what was gonna go on like i could i could figure it out once i was like oh she's trying to get some (laughs) (laughs) um i think the one on the poster though is of is from later in the uh when they're in the hotel yes it is you are you are right uh which isn't actually in the movie it's just a still yeah yeah but so then like but when they're upstairs i wrote down like why do they go into elaine's room yeah oh it's weird especially because she's so she's and she gets naked in there yeah and like they're in her daughter's bedroom and she's like i want to make myself available to you benjamin (laughs) yeah god it's so gross and formal i know um yeah the it's especially weird that she does she does this in her daughter's room because of how she reacts later to just the mention of her daughter's name yes and i have a theory about that that we'll oh boy. get into later. Right. Yeah. Um, but I think, oh, I also wrote that like in that scene, the camera, it does this weird, like this interesting thing of it stays pretty stationary and the, and the actors move towards it, mm-hmm. which is like a pretty cool effect. Yeah. <laughs> the next thing I wrote is when she closes the door and she's naked and yeah. he's just straight up just staring at her boobs. Yeah, he goes back and forth. He goes, he, it's like he's boobs, like trying eyes, not to. boobs, and then down. Yeah, and then back yeah. up, and like, and he just he like is staring. <laughs> His eyes are so wide. I know, and he says, "Oh God, let me out." Because <laughs> uh, they they talk in that old timey like sixties uh, talk, so they're always like super polite about everything. Yeah, <laughs> so funny. And then he like. He runs out like it's a horror movie or like yeah. he's like murdered and then her husband comes home. And he runs down to the bar to get a drink. Oh my god. To like that pretend has... like he's been down there the whole time. Yeah, and that has one of my favorite like running jokes is the hair. <laughs> um, Mr. Robinson is like, what's your drink? Scotch? And he's like, bourbon. And then he just pours him scotch. Yeah. <laughs> and That's also, he stands up, <laughs> he stands up to leave and Mrs. Robinson walks by and goes sit back down. Yeah. <laughs> He just and he just down. follows her orders. He yeah. d- that happens a couple times where he just like, okay, yep, okay. He's like, oh, all right. <laughs> uh, you know who uh, Dustin Hoffman reminds me of in this movie? Who? Is Ferris Bueller's best friend. Oh, okay. <laughs> What's his name? I don't know. Ferris Bueller, you're my hero. I can't, I can't think of his name, which makes me mad. I haven't seen that movie in such a long time. Oh, it's so good. I love Very it so much. Um, oh, yeah. And then like, I, I, um, the next, like the scene that really made me laugh is when he's at the hotel, um, and he calls her and she's like, I'll be there in an hour. Yeah. Um, he, <laughs> the way he acts in that hotel is as if he has murdered someone and yeah. he's trying to get away with it. Because yeah. he he does this he does this thing that I think is super relatable <laughs> to like I feel like our generation of like people I relate pleasers. to him so much. Yeah, <laughs> like he's just like he's so willing to 
do anything to just like say yes to people that that the guy's like oh are you here with this party and he's like yes mm -hmm, yeah that's the one and then he goes to their party this talks was to so the guests funny to the hosts of the party <laughs> to the host. and they're like they're like where are Who you are sitting <laughs> and he goes he's like trying to play it off he's like i'm ben <laughs> ben braddock and then at one point he just goes I'm not with your sorry. You're with your party. I'm sorry. And he leaves. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, I relate he, to that so much. And the the hosts are like, I don't get it. Like, I don't get the joke. What are, yeah. what are you saying? <laughs> what are you doing? And then he just goes to the bar and, uh, oh, the, one of my favorite shots is he's sitting at the bar. Oh, the mirrored table? Yes. And yes, it's a, it so this cool. reflective table. And I knew it was about to happen. Like, right as the camera, because the camera, like, kind of comes down, mm -hmm. to it, like, sits down with Ben, right? And then like it, it angles down to the To the table. And I'm CC like, that's a reflective table. Uh, yeah. And there's not a lot of room in this frame other than the table. I'm going to assume she's going to walk into that, uh, into the frame via the table. And that's exactly yeah. what she does. And I was like, yes, that's so good. I, I also, I wrote down about this scene. Man, I miss bars. <laughs> yeah yeah if i want to go to a bar <laughs> if you're if you're listening to this uh podcast out of time we are still in quarantine uh it is still corona times uh it's we are still times. all very sad um, oh man i convince myself i have corona every day do you yeah i yesterday fully convinced myself yeah yeah so are you going places um i mean because that's allowed of. to a point that is allowed to a point, and I'm in Pennsylvania, so it's more allowed. Right. Um, well, I went to Chicago. Oh, right, right, right. But Less you saw your roommates? I mean, Yeah, and we did go to, like, outdoor bars. Oh, okay. So yeah, that, yeah. But it was, like, social distance and, like, that right. sort of thing. I'm still panicked, though. I've also, like, <laughs> I, I keep, I've been taking my temperature like an insane person. Like, I take it, like, every hour. <laughs> I'm a very paranoid person to begin with, so this quarantine is really killing me, and I'm I'm truly <laughs> convincing myself I have corona uh, every day, and full like truly panicking. <laughs> it can't be. I'm probably giving myself fevers out of anxiety. Sure. Like I'll be like, I feel hot, and then I'll think about it, and then I'll start to feel. <laughs> and hotter, then you'll get hot, yeah. And then I, and then I'll take my temperature, and I'll be like, oh my god, it's 99. Um, <laughs> and yesterday, like a true fucking idiot. I drank coffee and then immediately took my temperature. Like I took a big old gulp of really hot coffee and then put a thermometer in my mouth and then was like, my temperature is 100. I'm dying. <laughs> I, so let me tell you. All right. I don't think about coronavirus very much. And I've been, I've been out. I go to the store every once in a while. I've hung out with select friends that I, I know have been good. I saw you on a boat once. I was with a strict eight people. <laughs> And they stayed away from me because I was driving the boat. Um, but let me tell you, I don't even have a thermometer in this apartment. I would have to go home, home to, to check my temperature. Yeah, let me, I'm just, I'm freaking out about it constantly. Yeah. And. Which is, I mean, you're probably the smarter citizen here in this. Well, yeah, it's probably not healthy for the amount that I'm freaking out. Right. Um. I was texting with my roommate, though, um, from Chicago, and we were talking about how, like, um, it must be nice to be very, like, like dumb. <laughs> uh, ignorance is bliss. Because then you don't think about things. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't, 
you know what, you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> to just be like, to just have like no common sense or like just like so unaware that you're not like, whatever. Like, yeah. I wish I, like, I wish I was one of those idiots going to a COVID party. Yeah. Cause then I like, I don't think I'd be nervous about it if I was going to do that. Yeah. I mean, absolutely not. they you are, they are stupid. Like those people are dumb. Yeah, genuinely dumb. But I feel like kind of wish that was my state of mind instead of like, <laughs> like, like there's no air conditioning in my, yeah, there's no air conditioning in my room. And so sometimes I'll wake up and I'll be like sweaty. Um, like, oh no. <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm sweaty because I have a fever and I have a fever because I have COVID and I've given it to my parents and then they're going to die. And uh, <laughs> Sweating, sweating though, when you're, when you're feverish is a different kind of sweat. It's a cold sweat. That's what I keep reminding myself is yeah. that I'm like, Courtney, when your temperature is high, you're also feeling hot. Yeah. You're not like shivering and really cold and your temperature right. is like 102. Yeah. I just, <laughs> the COVID, <laughs> I am so panicky all the time. I, it's... and I, We'll get, we'll get out, we'll get through it, you know, eventually, <laughs> eventually. I mean, maybe. Yeah. When our friend, well, Delaney, my friend from college came. Yeah. This weekend, and the whole time I was like, I really hope I don't give you COVID. I was like, I'm really scared. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, shout out, shout out your roommate. Which one was it? Was it Megan? Megan. Yeah, it was Megan. Yeah. We got to get Megan on the podcast. I oh my like. God. What a... <laughs> <laughs> we truly have to get Megan on the pot. Megan has a film degree. Yeah. Think, yeah. Think, think of a movie like that's suited for her and we'll we'll get her oh, on God. here. <laughs> Megan Megan listens to the podcast. She's told me several times that we should send it to Molly. Oh God. Our, I was like, I don't want Molly to, to tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> here's like, here's you what we're send doing it to with... Molly and Dwayne, and I was like, I don't know if I can. This our professors. Is, uh, our Dwayne followed it. The podcast on Twitter, and I, I texted you, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and you thought he had followed me. I know, and I was happy for you. And I was like, no, dog. He followed the podcast. <laughs> but hi, Dwayne. Hi, Molly, if you're listening. Um, do, you, do you remember what my response was? I do not. I said, shut it down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think I said, my response was, have we talked about Dwayne yet? <laughs> like, on the podcast? Is he going to listen to it and hear uh, hear us talking shit? <laughs> I don't have any shit to talk about Dwayne. No, he's, he's a lovely man. <laughs> he's very nice and a great professor. Ugh. And I would have said that before I knew that he probably <laughs> listened. Same with Molly. I, lo I love oh, those two. Molly is the love of my life. I love her so much. So great. She's the reason I got into grad school. What a, what a hero. <laughs> um... But yeah, yeah, Megan, Megan's definitely on the on the guest list. Oh, what a treat! I think I, we need I to get Megan. I think we need to get Emma and Alyssa. Yeah, for sure. My comedy partners. Shout out! Shout out! I'll cut this out. I don't want them to get too cocky. <laughs> yeah, keep them, keep them right here, right, exactly. right here. You, exactly. This is a podcast, so you can't see my hand, but right here. Um. It's also not in your webcam, so I can't see it either. Oh, yeah. Look at that. No one can see my hand right now. <laughs> Only I can see my hand. Only, yeah. So anyway, I miss bars. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but so more more about the, the hotel, uh, the first time they're in the hotel. The fact, so he keeps he keeps referencing, um, he's he's making up lies, right, to this, mm -hmm. uh, to the clerk. And um, 
he says, oh, no, I don't have any bags. It's it's really just a toothbrush. Yeah, because she tells him to get a room. Mm -hmm. And I think the funniest thing that happened in this movie is the that joke has faded, right? We've we've moved on from from that joke. He's upstairs in the hotel room and he goes into the bathroom and he brushes his teeth. He actually had a toothbrush. <laughs> and he he walks out of the bathroom and you see him tucking it into his suit coat pocket. <laughs> and I was like <sighs> What is happening? No, my favorite joke from that whole sequence is he, he goes to the payphone, <laughs> calls the bar, and says, like, give it to, like, yeah. to Mrs. Robinson. She answers, and he's like, I don't know if they have a policy here about affairs, but yeah. Um, I... <laughs> oh, yeah, that was good when uh, the clerk said, are you here for the affair? Yes, like, are what? you here for huh? an affair? Yeah, are, are, yeah, oh, my God. And he's like, what? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. He also he puts down a fake name. He like he starts and writing screw, down his real name. He starts name. writing down his real name, yeah, and takes and it away. Takes he's the like, paper, is there a problem? He's like, no, no, no. He goes like, no, no, and puts it in his pocket. And then, but he calls um, Mrs. Robinson from a payphone and is like, <laughs> like telling her she's like, okay, well, I'll just come. I'll just wait ten minutes and then I'll come up. And he's like, okay, yeah. and she goes, isn't there something you want to tell me? And he goes, yeah, I really appreciate you for doing this. Like, <laughs> Which is like, a weird thing to say. He's like so stoned. He's like, um, uh, I appreciate you and um, I respect <laughs> you and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, the room number. What is the room number, Benjamin? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. 538. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and then she goes up there and he's immediately like, we shouldn't do this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he also does this really funny. I, this must. This is just like an acting choice, but he like whimpers. Yeah. Like right before she comes in, he's like, hmm. and she... <laughs> I I was like, I think I was writing something down when that happened. And uh I like looked up because I was like, what what was that sound? <laughs> and then I realized, oh, that was him. <laughs> he's just like a little dog. I yeah. did I think for a second I thought it was my dog because Tycho watched this with me. Oh yeah. Um he's a big film buff. Yeah, how do you like it? What do you think? I think he liked it. He um he left during some of the um sex scenes because he's a prude oh yeah well yeah he's a he's a, a prudish pug yeah yeah is never mind <laughs> what no no what is it i feel like uh i feel like we're just gonna quote john mulaney every every uh every episode but i feel we like have so far yeah i feel like i feel like taika is one of the the old queens that doesn't really care about that is how it, i think sexually of him all the time <laughs> that's no that is how i describe my dog all the time is because he also uh yeah that's how i would that they're like i just want to feed my birds like that's yeah. what i think my dog is like because he doesn't like to get his paws wet and like when it's rained he refuses to, to go in the grass and gets really mad and he's like a pug so sometimes i have to pick him up and put him on the grass and he so like lifts funny. up his paws like really angrily <laughs> anyway He's he's a gem. Oh my! I God. love that he's dog. A, me too. He's the cutest thing. Um. So in in the in the I think we're I feel like we're just running through, uh, all the awkward moments, really. This whole movie is awkward moments. It's so, it's so awkward. Oh, um, and there's also like an interesting thing. He like has the lights off, like the whole set. Like he like yeah. has all the lights off in the room, and he like closes the blinds and stuff. Because he's kind of like, no one can even know we're in here. Yeah. And then she walks in, just immediately turns on the lights. <laughs> right. Well, that's in character because she said she doesn't yeah. like the lights off. 
She like whips them open. And then he does the thing where he places his hand on her boob and like hits his head against the wall. That that was a great scene. And I'm so glad that it was improv. <laughs> well, and then she says, she's like talking and she, <laughs> this is my friend, this is maybe my favorite line in the, in the movie. Is she goes, don't you think I'm attractive? And he said, oh, yeah, I think you're the most attractive of all my parents' friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is uh, so, so gross, so awkward. Like, it's crazy. I think it's so funny. And I mean, and then it kind of like it goes into like a montage. Yeah, of them. The, dude, the mo- which, some of the montages are awesome. Amazing. The way it's like... Um, it like zooms he, in on him with a black background. He's like sitting up against like a black headboard, but then it zooms back out and he's in a different room. And he's at home, and it's like between yeah. his home life and his nightlife with Mrs. Robinson. Yeah. Um, it's so good, and it's it's pretty seamless. Like when he there's yeah. one where he walks in, he's swimming in the pool, and then he walks into the house, but instead of the house, it's the hotel room, and he gets yeah, into he's bed. like putting on a shirt. Oh my god! And then. Yeah, and then he like goes up. He does a little mermaid, goes up on the um, bed, and then it like mm-hmm. cuts him doing that on the pool. Yep. Um, uh, there's one where he uh, he's laying in bed on top of Mrs. Robinson, and then uh, you hear his dad, the great William Daniels, and yes. uh, you hear his dad say, "Hey, hey, buddy," or whatever. I don't know what the line is, but yeah, yeah. and then he looks up still on top of Mrs. Robinson and it cuts to his dad and then when it cuts back to him he's in the pool on like a floaty thing. Right, and his dad's like what the fuck are you doing with your life? Yeah. Oh, and also there's like a thing um where he she's like walking he's he's uh lying in bed and she's walking by and each time she's like wearing a different outfit like yep. leaving the room to show like time is passing. Yeah. It really I Yeah, it feels like yeah, time is passing, but also I feel like it shows how he's just kind of existing like he's just kind of like floating through what he he says something he literally says i'm drifting Drifting. i would say i'm just drifting and then he goes in the pool yeah (laughs) right (laughs) and i would just like to say i really relate to ben right now it is yeah it's it's hitting home this movie in a a lot in well in some ways (laughs) more than others i'm having an affair no i'm (laughs) Uh, no like i just graduated grad school right right and now we're in a pandemic and uh through no choice of my own i had to move home to pennsylvania with my parents right you were off to la and then yeah i was supposed to move to la um at this point i was supposed to move a few times and it's not happening um and i am just i feel like all i'm doing is sitting around like just drinking, not like really accomplishing anything. Yeah. And watching this movie, I was like, I get it. Yeah. Like him, all of the scenes of him just drifting in the pool, looking like bored. Yeah. I was like, I relate to that because I live on a lake right now with my parents, and I'll just be like, I don't know, on the boat or like doing something like cool on the lake, and just be like, all right. What <laughs> about it? I'm over this. I would say I'm just drifting. Yeah. Same. Fully relate. I've just been doing it for like three years now, <laughs> but it's fine. Uh, oh yeah, I wrote it down actually. Well, it's very comfortable here adrift in the pool. That's the line. I, yeah, I love it. Oh, and then um, and then Mr. and Mrs. Robinson come over. Yeah, God. 
Because Mr. Robinson is um is Ben's dad's business partner. They're like they think they have a law firm yeah. together, which also right. makes it awkward. Yeah, terribly. <laughs> terribly. Terribly awkward. Uh, and they they keep referencing throughout throughout the beginning that uh, Elaine uh, is their daughter, Elaine Robinson, and uh, she is coming home soon from college. From Berkeley. Yeah, for the summer. Because they're in L.A. They keep being like, you, Ben, are you going to ask out Elaine? Yeah. When she gets home? And he's like, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> his parents his parents, and seemingly uh, Mr. Robinson are very keen for these two to get together. Well, yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, And then we get a... We see them in bed together and he's like, can't yeah. we talk first? <laughs> Cause and then I wrote down again. I'm like, dude, this kid just wants to talk to his uh, to someone to yeah. someone about his feelings. Can we just um, have a conversation? Yeah. What do you want to talk about? I don't know anything. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, okay, let's talk about art. And he goes, I don't know. Um, what do you want to know about it? Oh, and she goes, I don't know anything about art. And then they start talking, and we find out that. Mrs. Robinson and Mr. Robinson don't sleep in the same bed anymore and they don't have sex. Um, And they only got married because she was pregnant with Elaine. And he's like, what? He's just getting so like, I don't know. It feels so strange. Yeah, because he's asking. He wants to know what kind of car Elaine was was conceived in. (laughs) Conceived in. But so then he starts talking about Elaine and she like, Mrs. Robinson. Yeah freaks out she she also mentioned before before the freak out she mentions that uh she went to college for art yeah that's oh that's so great and he's like what'd you major in and she goes art <laughs> okay i was like oh because well, she doesn't want to talk so she was just yeah, like right yeah but then he says oh i guess you must have lost interest in it over the years yeah like, she's no, like no she, idiot no idiot i just want to fucking talk to you i just want to yeah. have sex with you um but then he freaks out because he's like, oh, you don't think I'm good enough for Elaine? Mm-hmm. And she says yes. And then yeah. it's this really- Just to get like, him to like, just to, because she does, she really does not want to talk about it anymore. So she yeah. just, con- she just says, yeah, that's why. Even though that's not really the reason. Yeah. And it's like such a, like, I think this movie is also very well written because it's such a beautiful, like, I think that's how arguments really are. Like, no one has clear points. Yeah. And it's kind of confusing, and by the end of it, you don't know what you're fighting about. And that's kind of how they do it. Like, they go in this weird circle, and then by the end, he's like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't want to fight. And she's like, me either. Um, But I think, here's here's the theory that I was going to bring up earlier, and I'm using a pen to... To to make a a statement? To make my points, to dictate my points, which Mm -hmm. is... I think that Mrs. Robinson has feelings for Ben. Yeah, and yeah, that's that, why she doesn't want him to date Elaine. Yeah, yeah, I think that is. It's not. But that's not. I think maybe every other time I've watched it, I thought it was because like she doesn't want Elaine to know right. about. She's ashamed the of affair. this thing that she did. She's ashamed. Yeah, and and because it's weird for your. For you and your mom to fuck the same guy, yeah. Um, I would assume. <laughs> so, the 
Yeah, but no, I think I think you're you might be right because there are very subtle moments. I feel like like when when Elaine when uh Ben first tells Elaine, yeah, remember that lady I was talking to you about uh-huh. that I was having an affair with, and then she turns around and the mom is behind her. The, her she's not she's looking at Ben. Right, like I feel like if she was, if if the real reason she didn't want them dating was the ashamed thing, where she's ashamed, she wouldn't want that kind of thing. She'd be looking at Elaine. Yeah, I don't with, think she like, cares frightened about eyes. Yeah, I don't think she. But cares she was about looking Elaine's at opinion on it. Yeah, but she she was looking at Ben with sad eyes. Yeah, and I also think it's like because because she says, um. She's like, I'm going to tell her. If you don't stop seeing her, I'm going to tell her. And it's, yeah. so it's like she doesn't, like she was going to tell her first. So right. it's like she doesn't care. That could have been a bluff, but. I don't think it was. I think, and yeah. I think there's also at the end, at the wedding, um, when, when, they're yelling. when they're yelling at each other, um, Mrs. Robinson looks at Elaine and just goes, it's too late. And Elaine says, not for me. And. Mrs. Robinson just starts slapping her in the face. Yeah, and I think it's like a, it's, it's, um, yeah, I, I, it does seem like she's acting more of like a scorned lover than she is like a concerned mom. Yeah. Yeah. I and think so. I think we're supposed to believe that, like, in general, Mrs. Robinson resents Elaine. I think that's yeah. also what that line represents because she, like, only got married because she was pregnant with her. Um, yeah. And so she, in like, a lot of ways, she blames. Like, yeah, and like feels like her life was derailed because of that is what she's like yeah. this whole conversation with Ben is about. Um, and so I think the idea of Ben being interested in her daughter, like giving that attention to her daughter, like kills her. Yeah. Because she's like, this is my thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then he he does he does ask Elaine out when she gets home. He's forced it's, to. It's, he's forced to, but he does do it. Like because the other option is they have all the Robinsons over at once for a party. Yeah. And that that's what I thought was going to happen. That's where I thought the next scene was going to go. Was it was going to be the party, but it's no, he just shows up at her at the Robinsons house to pick Elaine up for this date. And I was like, "Oh no." <laughs> oh, and Mrs. Robinson is watching TV and she doesn't even react to him. Yeah. And there's that crazy zoom shot. Yeah, I think it's more of a tracking shot. I don't think it's an actual zoom. Or, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. the camera probably There is a zoom later. That yeah, is yeah. bonkers. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, you're right. It's it's tracking towards her, and it just like comes right up on her face. And it takes a long time. It takes such a long time, and we hear like Ben and Mr. Robinson talking and like be, like introducing, yeah. like doing their like inter- introductions, and then it just yeah. zooms into Mrs. Robinson. And she's just <sighs> she so mad. She is pissed. Um, smoking that cigarette. Yeah. The cigarettes in this movie, like the cigarette smoking in this movie is like crazy. What, like why a, so? Like a lot of it? There's a lot there's of it a lot, There's a lot of it. It is that thing. It's like when you see cigarette smoking in the 60s and 70s when it was like acceptable, it is like, oh, it looks cool. Oh, t- dude, cigarette smoking always looks cool. <laughs> Hey kids, you look, smoke some cigarettes if you want to look I, cool. It looks, it genuinely looks so it cool does, to do. That is actually exactly what I was thinking. The whole time. I was like, smoking does look cool. Um, but God, I'd never do it. 
And vaping just does not look cool at all. No, so. vaping looks so stupid. Any <laughs> anytime I see someone vaping, I'm like, you look like a 13 year old girl, which is <laughs> which is maybe like a bad, um, you know, because 13 year old girls shouldn't vape either. either. But I like know some people who like jewel and stuff. Sure. And I'm like, oh, yeah. you jewel. <laughs> it just looks so. <laughs> well, I think it has a lot to do with how you hold it. Everyone holds it like like in a fist. You hold the you hold a jewel or a vape with like yeah like just uh, like you're just kind of clutching it like a juice box you know, <laughs> <laughs> and but a, a cigarette you got it in between your fingers you know, you um, can do the you can do the motions you can you can you can make your points with it like you did with the pen earlier. Yeah, exactly, and it, yeah. Well, also I she she lights um the cigarette with a match at one point like we see oh, her light it with like oh, a match yeah. and I was like. That is such a boss move. <laughs> that looks so fucking cool. She just like takes a match and is like, and does it. And I was like, that's a really cool. I was yeah. like, she's cool. Um, well, you need a third hand for that because you got the box, you got the match, you got the cigarette. And, and she does it so seamlessly. Yeah. Seamlessly. Yeah. Um, so anyway, smoking's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Um but he takes Elaine out for the date and he takes her to like a burlesque club. Yeah. Because he's he's trying to ruin the date. Yeah, he's trying to make it go poorly. Yeah, he's wearing his sunglasses that somehow tra- teleported from 2001 back to 1967. Yeah. He's wearing he's wearing like Oakleys. <laughs> <laughs> that like hug his face. Yeah, not a good look. Not a good look. Um and he's wearing them inside. And he's driving like a maniac. Yes, right, yeah, yeah. And they go to this um, burlesque club and this woman's like stripping on the stage. And 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 the show so the way they're seated is he's looking at the stage and uh Elaine is across from him. With so her she back can't to the see stage. the stage. Yeah. Yeah. She also like this it's so weird because this is like halfway through the movie. And it's the first time we meet Elaine, who is like yeah. third build, like main character right. of the film first time yeah. we meet her is like an hour in yeah but, but she's kind of a mainstay for the rest of it so oh yeah for sure i just yeah. think that's interesting when like they introduce characters that late in the game mm-hmm. the and then i felt so bad for her when when she started crying i was like oh yeah oh. because it's like okay also so this burlesque dancer has like yeah. nipple the tassels tassels. on and it's like shaking it all around She's doing a and spin move it was actually pretty impressive <laughs> they were like they were like uh they didn't you know hit each other never mind move on <laughs> tyler be honest how many times did you watch that scene i watched this movie once straight through with one pause because it wasn't anything weird all right i had to pause it once because i think brendan needed me to help with groceries Okay. Pregnant, pregnant pause there. Okay. Oh boy. Um. But yeah, she cries and like leaves the club, and he yeah, runs after her and, and is like, "I'm sorry." Like. So so yeah. In in a matter of moments, they're mm-hmm. they're standing out outside this club. She's crying, and he says, "Uh, he says he's sorry. He says I was forced to do this." And she's like, "Well, that's a very nice thing." Yeah. To she's say. like, "You're not helping." <laughs> he was like, "I was forced to ask you out." And he's like, but no, I, it's not, it's not like that. Like I, I just, um, I don't know what he says, but, and then just goes in for a kiss. 
and it works for some reason. Yeah. I, she kisses I also, him back. Yeah, I think that's what's sad is, like, you can tell she really likes him and, like, she was excited for the date. Right, yeah, yeah. so I guess... Yeah, I don't know. But then they go to, like, a... Dine, dine, dine and, uh... Like, yeah, drive... Drive in... Dine, diner. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, like Sonic, but right. in the 60s. But right. this scene is so cute because it's, like... It's the we see like such a huge shift in him and his like demeanor. Yeah, he just starts oh, like truly opening up to her about how he's been feeling. Yes, and how like I, he's, that, I wrote and, like, it down that he's like fine. Uh, he said, "I said, oh my, oh I said, oh my god, he kissed her," which I was like, Jesus. But I know. then, but then I was like, but she listens. They're in there, like they're actually getting along, and like she's the first person who's actually genuinely interested in what he's feeling and like how he's feeling and can relate to it because now she no she didn't graduate but right but he's like he's you you finally get where he's coming from and he's like i'm just bored and i feel and he says uh this is the other moment when i related to him he's like i just feel like i want to be mean to everyone he's like (laughs) i just feel myself wanting to be rude to everyone i'm just mad like blah 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 and again living at home during a quarantine (laughs) when like (laughs) my plans are ruined i feel the exact same way and then afterwards i'm like oh why are you being such a bitch but um yeah and i think that's like such a perfect way because we don't see a lot of their relationship Mm -hmm. but it gives us such an insight into like oh these people are kind of meant for each other in a way and like compliments each other really well yeah yeah and uh the the one moment where i was like okay this dude's got game is when he (laughs) (laughs) he they're 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 he he's dropping her off at home yeah and they're at the front door and uh he's got the bag of uh food that they that's like left over and they're just like they're talking and she like takes a fry out yeah of his like he's just holding it there and she just like takes a fry it's real cute it is and uh he's like i want i want to go on a drive tomorrow do you do you want to and she's like yes and he keeps He's like, really? You really do? He's like, like I it's don't want to go like, unless you really want to go. Yeah, and she's like, I really do. And he's like, wow, that's that's cool. <laughs> like, yeah. he's, just, he's so happy that someone likes him for him. But and also, then, before that is when, like, he, he's going to drop her off at home, and he's like, I think we should go to a bar. Like, I think there's probably still a bar Oh, open. God, yeah. And they go to, she's like, what about the Taft Hotel? He fully drives his car on the curb for yeah. a long time. Like, that car is ruined by the end of the movie. Um, and she doesn't react accordingly. Like, I feel not- like it was... <laughs> She's like, she goes like, oh my god. He's like, oh, I'm just thinking. I wonder if that place is open. Yeah. And then he walks through the hotel, and everyone knows him as his fake name. Yeah. So funny. It is really. And then funny. They, and then they just leave, and she does not. She asks questions about it like while they're still there, but then she just kind of like, she's like, okay, that was a weird thing that happened. No, she's <laughs> like, just... why does she's like, why does everyone know you? And he's like, I must look like this other guy. Yeah, but um, then she accepts that. I'd be like, no, she doesn't because in the car she says, "Are you having an affair?" Oh yeah, I guess she just kind of puts it together. She just puts huh. it together, and he's like, "I'm the one he, who didn't put it together." Yeah, Jeez, look at me. <laughs> he and he immediately opens up to her and is like, um, "Yes, but it's over." Right. And, and she's like, "Was she married?" And he's like, "Yes," and she had a son. Mm. And she mm. she kind of accepts that too because she's like, "All right." Yeah. She's like, she's I, like, like I, she's she kind of like, really I get like it. <laughs> oh, I think she's just like, I get it. It's over. You dated someone. 
you've been having a rough few months yeah she just opened up to me about like whatever um but then then like then is when they do the, like ham like she's eating the fries at the door and they're gonna and go and so the 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 best part of that little scene is when uh He's like, all right, I'll see you tomorrow. He walks away, and then off screen, he he tosses the bag at her, the bag of fries, oh. and she catches it, and she just like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, it that's, is really cute. It's adorable. Well, and then it's like it's pouring rain the next day. Yeah, it's like a crazy amount of rain, and Mrs. Robinson gets into his car and is yep. like, I told you not so, to go uh, over the lane, like, and she just tells him to drive, right? Yeah, and this is when she's like, if you don't tell, if you don't stop seeing her, I'm going to tell her we had this affair. Yeah. And he gets out of the car and like runs to into tell the house. Her, yeah, to tell her first. Yeah. Runs into her room while she like is just in a bra. Yep. And she she's not. <laughs> there's a lot of things where I'm like, Elaine, you should be more <laughs> cons- not. I don't know. She's into this guy who is very. He acts very creepy. <laughs> like I think she's like just at that moment, like shocked. And she's like, yeah. what are but you But she's like doing? laughing. Yeah. I know. I think because she's like, because I don't know. I, I feel like if you like, like someone. Dude, get the get the hell out. But yeah. Yeah. She likes him. So. She likes him and she's like, what are you doing, you silly guy? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and then there's a great, the a really good dialogue moment again where he's like, remember that lady that I was having the affair with? Well, and he doesn't finish that sentence. But and she, she sees- turns around and her mom's there soaking wet looking at him like i said with sad eyes and she looks back and she's like oh my god and she starts she crying out. and she's like get out yeah and then she goes back to berkeley yep back to school uh but is this where the i think in my notes this is where i said uh that zoom exclamation point it, when he walks out she uh, mrs robinson's down the hall and it zooms in on her mm-hmm. yeah yeah i think that's here it was crazy yeah i wrote this is from a few like <laughs> a little ways back but there's when they're trying to get ben to date elaine there's mm-hmm. a moment when they're in the kitchen and his mom yeah. is cooking scrambled eggs and they're already cooked yeah. and she's just moving them around and yep. i was like those are some dry ass eggs <laughs> <laughs> she, keeps, she keeps like cooking them and moving them around and i was like they're done you're gonna burn them <laughs> yeah anyway that but wasn't a relevant them. point but i really it really bothered me <laughs> <laughs> oh but he goes to talk to his parents um and he's like elaine and i are gonna get married and the mom's scream of delight sure. is so funny it's Yes, it is hilarious and terrifying. She screams. <laughs> she screams like a banshee, like the actual like mythological banshee. Like she she lets something out of her. She lets it like a blood curdling scream out and then just starts laughing and like giggling like she's so excited. It's so funny. And this is and and then they get to like they keep talking about it and it gets to the point where they're like um uh wait you and elaine haven't talked about getting married and he's like no she doesn't know yeah. <laughs> yeah they slowly figure out that oh no he didn't propose he's lost his he mind. hasn't even yeah. he's had a yeah. psychotic break <laughs> yeah uh because he hasn't even told like asked her about it they about haven't it. even they talked haven't about, about getting it. married he said i wrote down this line which i really like he says she doesn't know we're getting married to be perfectly honest she doesn't like me yeah <laughs> and they're like 
okay. And then he goes to Berkeley. Yep, and pr- uh, proceeds to straight up stalk her. He he becomes a stalker. Yeah. Like legit. <laughs> yeah, he follows her on the bus, but then she shows up at his. Um, he's in like a like a men's hotel. He's like, like in Sing Street, the, the the girl's home. This is a boy's home. Yeah, but he's like paying to be there. True. He's not yeah. like. It's less like an orphanage. It, it's more I feel like, like it's a, more like a YMCA situation than it is like a well i i think it was more of a thing back then because yeah like where a bunch of women would live together and there was always the the angry like older lady who would take care of them all but she was like no boys you know that kind of situation right um and when it's a boy's home the older angry man is just like a bad landlord Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Who just immediately hates him. Yeah, and immediately will throw people out if yeah. they, you know, make any noise. But so she shows up. Oh, so she's okay, so they go to the zoo. Um he falls she her goes to the to zoo. The zoo. <laughs> and she's like, I'm meeting my date here. Yeah. Please leave. And he does when the date gets there, he leaves. Yeah. He does the date shows up and he goes, We thought we were meeting you by the monkey house. Yeah. <laughs> he's like okay all right and they leave and then but anyway elaine comes over like i think kind of late at night Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and basically it's like you need to leave i can't believe you raped my mom and um she well at first she asks first she asks uh are you here for me like why are you why are you why are you living in berkeley oh and he says i'm taking a few classes and she goes are you enrolled and he goes no, I've just been sitting in. I don't see. They don't mind. seem. To... <laughs> I, at one point, at one point, I wrote down in my notes. I'm like, where is he getting his money? Where does he work? D- is he working? Like he seems to have. He's like Batman. He seems to have like this. Fun... Well, his pa- I think his parents are really rich, and I would, yeah. I would bet that that's where his money is coming from. Yeah, but why would they? I don't know. I'm sure he has like a like trust or something or right. like a, or like an allowance sort of thing. Yeah, just a bank account that's already full set of money. Up, yeah, set up for him. Um, they're talking, and so she's like, "You raped my mom," and he's like, "No, I didn't." Yeah. And he, he starts to freak out because he's like, "What the fuck?" No, like, no, I didn't. Like, we were having an affair. Like, you realize Mrs. Robinson, her excuse to Elaine was that he like he raped her. She made up a whole different story. Yes. Yeah. Completely. Um, and so he starts, like, trying to um, explain to Elaine what happens, and he starts getting, like, really flustered, and he kind of, like, grabs her a bit, and she screams. With the might of Zeus. Jesus, it is so loud, and it peeks out on <laughs> this. <laughs> Ugh. I think that actually might have been when my dog left. <laughs> yeah. I think he was like, this is loud. Goodbye. Yeah. 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 I, um, not about it. Yeah. But... <laughs> then he like gets her a glass of water and she like relaxes he i think at this point though he's explained like no it, i didn't like that didn't happen um she kind of it's, accepts it it's he easily. said she said though yeah yeah i would believe my mom wouldn't um, yeah like wouldn't you believe your mom hashtag believe women believe moms damn it believe believe moms but uh also she was lying um right right <laughs> uh but so maybe Elaine knows her mom, you know, she's... Yeah, I think so. I think that's the other reason why she immediately goes to, you're having an affair with my mom earlier. 
Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if like something like this has happened before. Like she's had an affair before. Because I yeah. think even her just standing there like looking at him yeah. isn't enough to necessarily jump to, oh, the affair you were talking about was with my mom. Um, I think there might have have to have been some sort of like she's been unfaithful before or like yeah or just a she i mean she knows her mom as a person she could not yeah. guess but she could know like this might be something my mom is capable of right right yeah. um but so <laughs> he gets her a glass of water and she relaxes and <laughs> he gets her a glass of water from he he dumps out it's a pen jar he uses it to oh. for his pens <laughs> He dumps out the pens, fills it with water, and then brings it to her. Well, and then all of the guys from the house run up, and the landlord's there, and they're like, what's going on? Who screamed? And he's like, look, she has a glass of water. She's fine. Mm-hmm. Also, like, one no. of the, um, and they're like, we're going to call the police. One of the men in, like, staying at the hotel is uh, Richard Dreyfus. Oh, wow. Yeah. Fun fact. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, fun fact. Robert Redford was uh, supposed to play Benjamin at a, I know. at one point. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Mike yeah. Nichols said, no, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. It, it said, uh, but he was finally rejected by di- director Mike Nichols. Yeah. Literally. Um, but so then he like, he comes back in and he's kind of like, I, I'll leave. Like, I, I get yeah. it. I'll leave. And she's like, don't leave. Yeah. Which I'm like... Elaine, <laughs> this man is bonker. Like he is crazy, certifiably. But yeah, I mean, I, guess... I yeah, I don't know. I think like, I don't know. They both like opened up to each other in a weird way, and then yeah. I think like she uh, really liked him and was devastated to find out about the affair. So I think mm-hmm. we're supposed to believe that she was like, okay, maybe I can get past it, but. Mm-hmm. Then in like the middle of the night later, he wakes up and she's just there. Yeah. And I was like, this is weird. <laughs> like a horror Jesus. movie. Yeah. And she says, um, I I forget what she says, but he's like, can we get married? And she's like, maybe. And there she says, she says, why don't you kiss me? Oh, and they're like embracing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he does. He just he just kisses her. And then I is I feel like that might just be like Elaine testing it testing the waters yeah she's like kiss me to see let me let me see what happens here yeah let me see if i throw up yeah or or if you know fireworks go off right um and, and apparently fireworks one one maybe just like a <laughs> m80 or something you know something small yeah like a little um it was like a sparkler yeah like the one or the little hershey kisses looking things that you throw on the ground and they yeah, yeah 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 um but he keeps being like, we can get married. And she says, maybe. At one point, he says, we're getting married. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, mm, I don't know. She's like, I don't know, maybe. But then he follows her around campus, like just asking her if they're getting married. There's a really cool shot where he's outside the, her door or her classroom. And we hear the <laughs> bell go off. And then we just see him staring. And then the bell goes off again and it opens. And he like didn't move the whole time. <laughs> yeah. He's like, that's that so perfect. Good. Yeah. Um, and he keeps asking. He's like, we'll go get blood tests tomorrow. Yeah, which I... Do you have to get your blood tested to get married? Um, I think back in the day you did to make sure you weren't... Wow. 
like oh related related or okay so here is a story i have about one of my film classes that if here we go if you think it's too nuts we can cut it out no um the professor that i watched this with Mm -hmm. uh mitchell was talking about this line because someone asked the question and the other reason that this is a thing is because back in the day you used to have to get a blood test to make sure that your blood types were like um compatible or something like to have kids weird um because if like you have like whatever types of blood types that go like against each other then um i think there's like treatments or whatever like you have to get like you have to have some sort of like medicine or whatever because you know like for it to work (laughs) yeah for it to like or for your kid not to come out with like diseases yeah essentially okay um And so my professor is telling us this, and he says, my blood type is the universal donor, whatever that is. Oh, oh, whatever. Oh, something. Oh, Oh, something. And then my professor offhand just said, (laughs) just says, I could impregnate the whole world. (laughs) God. And then we all looked at him and just stared, (laughs) and he went, even I'm surprised I went that far. <laughs> God, Mitchell was such a yeah. What a, what a hero. What a gem. And I think he said I could fucking impregnate the whole world. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was it. And everyone just was like, "What?" And he went, "Even I'm surprised I went that far." <laughs> and it was great. It is one of my God. favorite college memories. He's he's so great. And that is why I've always remembered that line. Like we can get our blood test tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then Elaine um Elaine admits that Carl, the guy she's seeing, um, Oh yeah. She she's like Loki agreed to marry him. He well, she I I feel like she said maybe to him as well. Yeah. But this happened before she knew that uh Ben was around and stalking her. This is before Ben was in Berkeley, I think. Yeah. And um, he says, like, he asks, like, how he does it, or, like, how he proposed. Mm-hmm. And he goes, it wasn't in his car, was it? And starts, like, laughing really hard. <laughs> like, you jerk. Um, yeah. But then he goes back to his hotel, and Elaine's dad is there. Yep. Yep. Well, uh, right before that, though, there's a there's a interesting scene where right at the end of him because he's we see him follow her around all day essentially yeah and she says she finally says okay i'm going back to like my apartment or dorm or whatever good night <laughs> like goodbye you're yeah. not gonna follow me there yeah and he's like okay fine bye uh but then she comes back and she gives him a little peck yeah and she loves him yeah so hmm. but then dun, 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 her dad is in the yeah. room her dad comes and he knows about the affair um and he is freaking out and he's like he's yelling at him he says that him and mrs robinson are gonna get a divorce it's all ben's fault and he's like do you hate me do you yeah. like and he's like well and then he's like uh that he's like no of course i don't hate you and he goes like something like um well you you don't respect me very much do you and ben says no yeah um <laughs> ugh. So they get into a fight um, 
they're like screaming at each other. He when and then when he leaves again, all of the like, um, yeah, all the people are out. Yeah, all the people that live there are out, and <laughs> uh, Mr. Robinson is like, "You degenerate! You blah blah blah!" And he's like screaming all these bad words at him, and then the landlord's like, "You have to leave. I'm calling the police right now." Yeah, because when he when when Ben moved in, he was like, "You're not one of those." Uh, what did he call him? Like he said, he essentially called him a troublemaker. He's like, "You're not one of yeah. the troublemakers, are you?" But it wasn't, it wasn't troublemaker. It was something else. Yeah, I don't remember. But it it was that that scene with the dad was pretty rough at the end because you see him, uh, he starts crying. Yeah, L- like he's, he's like, angry, You're but never he's gonna see Elaine again. Yeah, he's trying to be. I feel like he's trying to be like I don't know, like alpha male. You know, real like I'm gonna beat the shit out of you if you ever you know look at my wife or daughter ever again yeah but but by the end he's like in tears like he he's it's very emotionally yeah he's 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 not that kind of guy you know right i don't think and i was like oh damn i feel bad for mr uh mr robinson one so ben goes to like elaine's dorm she's not there and they're like she moved out she left this note for you yeah. Do we see what's on the note? Uh, I think she reads it out loud, right? Okay. Yeah, I couldn't remember. I can't remember what it says, but I it says like I think it says like she's gonna mar- marry Carl essentially. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, which, so he like goes to the house, and Mrs. Robinson is packing up her th- is packing up Elaine's things. Mrs. Robinson calls the nine one one. Yeah. And he's like, "There's a burglar here." Just like very calmly. And mm-hmm. he goes, she goes, I don't know, I'll ask him. Benjamin, are you armed? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think she, he is. Because, he, yeah, he's just, like, silent. Yeah. And she's basically like, it's whatever. I told you not to date Elaine. She's getting married. Uh, it's a little rushed under the circumstances. Mm-hmm. Which may be like, is Elaine pregnant? No, I think, I think they're just trying to move it along i think the parents are trying to move it along so that it's it can this this event can kind of brush everything else under the rug well and so and so that she can't go to ben if she's married to someone else also yeah that yeah because just like the way they like kind of talk about what's going on it does it does seem like she's pregnant oh i didn't i didn't catch that um i guess to me maybe it doesn't but i but like the um the like the they talk about the wedding being rushed and then like when he talks to carl's like fraternity brothers yeah they keep talking about how it's a shotgun wedding like it's in the maternity ward oh right because otherwise it's like why does carl agree to get married so quickly i guess that's what kind of threw me off i it's guess like but his perspective of like why are they getting married right now like i know he proposed but why like the night before like it's because yeah. it seems like the wedding was planned in a day, right? I don't know, but maybe the the fraternity brothers just aren't privy either, so or they're just, just making assume. assumptions that she's pregnant as well. Yeah, but like, why is Carl getting married then? I don't. Maybe he's like Ben, and he's like, "Marry me now." Yeah, I don't know. Because I love you so much, or whatever. But so then there's like this, like, uh, like. The car scene where Ben is like racing to get to the church to try to stop the wedding. Yeah, becomes an which, action movie for a bit. Which I loved. I love that scene. 
and I love I like the music to it. And um, he stops at a gas station and he's like, he calls. Can I can uh, I use your phone? Yeah, and <laughs> he calls the like Carl's dad's office. Um, oh, because he finds mm-hmm. out that the like he finds out the wedding's in like Santa Barbara. Yeah. From and the frat boys. From the frat boys. And he calls and he's he was like, I'm the priest, I'm supposed to be doing the ceremony. I need yeah. <laughs> to know what crazy churches lies. Is. Yeah, and then he like leaves and was he stops at this gas station. The gas station attendant goes, You didn't get any gas. Do you, yeah, he's like, Do you need some? And he and just, he just leaves. And and guess what? He did. Yeah, he runs out of gas. And okay, the one time I really, really did like the music was when the guitar slows down to yeah. a stop as he's like puttering out of gas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was really. Cool. I thought that was really cool. And he runs to the church. Yeah, yeah, which is doesn't seem that much far farther away. No, because so, they like, say he it's made like it six blocks. Oh yeah, right, like- right. Like, it's six blocks up and five blocks over or something, so, like, he wasn't running that far. Right. And he made it partially with the car. Yeah, with the car. (laughs) But he gets up to the church, and he goes, like, the, like, main church doors are locked, right? Mm -hmm. So he runs up the back stairs, and so then he can look over the whole church, and he sees them getting married. And when he gets there, the... So, like, the priest has already said, I now pronounce you husband and wife, so they're about to kiss. So they're already married. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. the marriage is is in the like, eyes of God. In the eyes of God, and I'm sure they've signed the certificates. Sure. I don't know how how making marriages legal works, yep, but, but I married. think they're I think they're legit um, married. Yeah. I'm gonna go with they're legit married, whether they kiss or not. At that point. Yeah. Right. Um, but he lays one on her. He no, they don't kiss. They don't. No, because I swear right they as, did. No, right as they're about to kiss, he screams Elaine. Yeah, and starts banging on the glass. <laughs> it is so absurd in, like, the best way. Like, I think it's... The ending of this movie is maybe one of my favorite endings of any movie ever. Um, <laughs> when <laughs> Just, like, it's all this stuff that's been, like, building and building and all this tension just goes out in this crazy, um, like, like fight where all of this emotion is just let out, like, finally. And when he's, like, he's screaming Elaine and banging on the window, I think it's so funny. And she turns and looks at him, and when she screams Ben, I always laugh so hard. <laughs> it, it It's like a cry for help. She's like, like Ben! Ben! Because she's like, I'm, I'm, I'm here and I don't want to be. He's like, <laughs> Come save me. making me get married. <laughs> and then he runs down to get her, and everyone... It's like even the people like you'd think that the only people who know what's really going on is um, Mr. and Mrs. Robinson and Elaine. Mm-hmm. The whole wedding party gets involved <laughs> in this yeah. fight and is trying to keep them apart, which I'm like, well, you don't know what's going on. Right. But I feel like some people might think that he's like kidnapping her. Some people might think that like they're on the side of marriage you know <laughs> right i guess they're on the side of uh, i'm on the side of love yeah, yeah 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 well and half the party there is carl's family so they're, yeah, they're, they're... Really <laughs> um i'd love to see this movie from carl's perspective <laughs> um, it'd be like 10 minutes long <laughs> no we'd see him with his frat brothers we'd oh, see their date sure, at the right, zoo right. we would yeah. see the call he gets being like you're getting married tomorrow, <laughs> don't ask any questions. You're right. Um, but so Elaine and 
They like escape. Oh. The part where he he grabs that massive cross. Yeah, and starts swinging it. He's like, back away, back like away. Like they're vampires. I know, it's so funny. And, and then he locks the door with it. Yes, he locks the door with it. He puts it through the, oh my God. And that's when um, Mrs. Robinson says it's too late because like they're already married. And Elaine goes, not for me. Yeah. And then they, oh, and then they run away and they're like, they, I thought they got on a school bus at first because it was yellow. It does seem like a school bus. But then you read the side of the bus and it just says like municipal city transport or yeah, something yeah. like it. And uh, <laughs> yeah, they just start like giggling. Like, they start laughing hysterically. They're like, yeah. what did we just, like, that's so funny. Like, like we made it. <laughs> and the people, it, it, we get a, like a shot of the rest of the bus riders. Yeah. And they're all just like staring at them like what the Well, she's fully in a wedding dress. <laughs> yeah. And he's in like a half he his like oh he had like overalls on or something. No, he has and they like, like fell coat. off. No, he has like a raincoat on. Oh. That and was it just ripped. fell off his one shoulder. No, oh, it got ripped, it ripped by Elaine's dad. Gotcha. Alright. Trying to hold him it. back. Because yeah. they get into a brawl. And he grabs his shoulder and he rips the coat. Yeah. Uh real quick, I forgot to mention when they're at the frat uh he he's in their like bathroom and they're all showering at the same time and it's really weird. Is that not what you did with your frat? No. We did brush our, brush our teeth together. Yeah, I did yeah. know that. Yeah, cuz we played the song. Yeah. Um but they say they they mention that they they make a couple of sl- snide remarks about like they call Carl like the makeout king, which is yeah. just a poorly designed <laughs> nickname like Get a little more creative. And Ben goes, well, do you know where the makeout king is? <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, but they're they're just like trying to make Carl seem like a bad guy, I feel like. <laughs> no, I feel like they're trying to make him seem like. Not, not the frat guy. The frat guys are like proud of him. But I feel like the writers are trying to but, make. But I feel like they're trying to make him seem like um, a typical, like, like stereotypical, like college guy. Yeah. Like a. Yeah. He's in a frat. And like, yeah, he's in a frat, yeah. Yeah. Um, but my favorite part of the whole movie and why I think it's such a great fucking movie is at the end, after they start giggling, you just see both of their faces fall and their eyes kind of widen. And it's really subtle, but it's this moment, and this is how the movie ends. What did we just of do? Like, of fuck, now what? Yeah. What? And it's so brilliant because like, yeah, now what? Yeah, what What have you What have, what you, have done? you done? She's still married. You, yeah. you like... Don't probably don't have either of your family's support in this. Yeah. And you're on it, your own and you don't know. It like, was exciting, but was it worth it? Worth it? Yeah. And it's like, what did we just do? Yeah. It's oh, it's so great. I love that end shot. I think it makes the whole movie worth it. Yeah, it's I feel like they do a lot of that, like subtle, subtle emotion in this movie. That's really yeah. good. But I just think like it's subtle, but it's easily you you pick up on it very. Yeah, easily. Well, and I just think like a like a lesser movie would have just had them ended like with them laughing. Yeah. And this one gives us just a little more of like, oh shit, what yeah. did we just do? And it's yeah. so it's so great. Yeah. Uh, one question I had was this the first movie to do the running alongside the bus shot, where the girl's sitting in the bus and the guy's running after her? I don't know. It's like. They make the I watched this movie on Netflix recently called The Half of It. Mhm. And uh 
this girl is talking about how cliche it is to like you're you're not gonna run after a bus after me are you and then he does it like on purpose like he it's it's pretty funny but so like it's a thing in movies that like people run after buses and i was i was like is this the first one to do it because it's like set up just like you see it in in other movies like i i've seen that shot before and i I mean "Hmm." it could be yeah um who's to say yeah but yeah that i mean that's that's the graduate how about it oh it's so good so it was nominated for seven oscars yep it won one it won for best director for mike nichols which of course it did yeah you asked me i think before we started recording who knows at this point um (laughs) out of out of all the like oscars which which one do you think this one won and i said probably director and you were like yep yeah although strange because um it is one of the only times that um a movie is won for best director and nothing else because usually it'll also win for best picture or best editing like Hmm. almost always what wins for best director wins for best picture best editing and this one nope just got director yeah but it was also nominated it was nominated for best picture um Mm -hmm. best actor in a leading role for dustin hoffman best actress in a leading role for Anne bancroft best actress in a supporting role for Catherine ross um best adapted screenplay uh for calder willington willingham and buck henry and best cinematography for robert surtees 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 yeah yeah and i think it was should have at least been nominated for those, if not one. Because yeah. it's all pretty pretty outstanding. Hell You want to get yeah. into some Rotten Tomatoes reviews? I sure would. We, we got to want... find a funny name for them. But, yeah, uh, we need like we need names for segments. Yeah, yeah. We'll fi- we're figured out. We're still... <laughs> More like rotten, uh, rotten people rotten, reviews. Rotten takes? Yeah. Nah, no, mm. we're brainstorming. You know, no bad, yeah. no bad, no bad ideas, right? <laughs> okay, so this one, this one, the person didn't put their name. Um, Ooh, and not wow, they didn't even <laughs> want to be associated with this. Review. I can see why. It's a short one, but it's honestly, what the fuck did I just watch? At first, I thought it was satire, and by the end, ellipses. This is worse than fan ellipses. This is worse than fan fiction. What are y'all on? <laughs> That's a great review. I love it. I don't agree with it, but he got his point across. Yeah, his point across. Okay. They, sorry, by... it could have been a girl. Yeah. Yeah, Tyler. Yeah, girls can have bad takes too. Girl. <laughs> Women can leave Rotten Tomato reviews. Anonymously. Anonymously. Okay. This is by John T. John Travolta. Oh. Oh. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> this sounds like Travolta. Yeah. Um... <laughs> What a pile of crap. This has got to be the stupidest, most vacuous, vapid, soulless piece of garbage I've ever seen. The lead actresses and actors seem like they are members of a satanic cult in pursuit of chaotic and dead end relationships. Absolutely without redeeming value. Up there with Stephen King's horror films. Wow, slight dig. <laughs> um, Hoffman, Bancroft, Daniels, and the rest are exemplifiers of a nihilistic and hopeless lifestyle that should be embarrassed to have taken money for this tawdry waste of film. I think 
I think as as they said multiple times, as Ben specifically said multiple times in this movie, you're missing the point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are terrible people. <laughs> that's, just... the, that's the point. They don't, like, they are... They are part of this weird cult of society that, like, just has these weird rules. That... Weird standards and... Yeah. Yeah, and, like, and like I, ugh, I mean, it plays on the trope of, like, the bored housewife, but also she's, like you know she's manipulative and like and cunning and funny and what a dig Um, to stephen king yeah (laughs) it's so uncalled for just (laughs) also fuck you stephen king yeah i mean while i'm at it i mean at least this movie has an editor wow that was also a (laughs) uncalled for dig at stephen king (laughs) (laughs) but i meant it so um anyway (laughs) here's the critic review This is John Mahoney um, from The Hollywood Reporter. The Mike Nichols, Lawrence Turnman production of Charles Webb's The Graduate, a Joseph E. Levine presentation for Embassy Pictures release, yes, I know, is a brutally funny look at contemporary youth encrusted with status symbols and guilt for guilt. Uh, Rejecting the weights of privilege to rail against the tides of society they would rather reject than succumb to. Rather question than attend to, both tuned and attuned to its subject and on target for most of its course, the second film from director Nichols will benefit from enthusiastic word of mouth, winning a large audience and corresponding profits from both sides of the 30-year demarcation line. Like I always say with these, uh, these, 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 uh, the good reviews, or mm-hmm. like, wouldn't it be cool to be able to write and as I always say, Tyler, you know I'm a writer. Stop offending me like this. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, I wish I could write like that. You know I have a degree in writing. I didn't say you couldn't. I just say I can't. Uh, <laughs> I can't write like that. I was talking with, um, again, Ho- uh, Hoagie, and yeah. <laughs> we were saying it'd be fun to do, um, to be like a, a film critic duo uh like roger and ebert but we yeah. only respond with wow um meh or uh what was the other one you or yikes like, yeah <laughs> that's what they do on this one podcast that i listen to they have a three-point scale it's either good 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 bad or bad bad but like that's it we would just like like that's all we would say yeah yeah so graduate i would say wow 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 yeah. Wow. 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 That's wow. great. That's crazier than a road lizard. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> um about about uh Travolta's review. Uh-huh. Um he I feel so vacuous, vapid, soulless. I feel like he just he just went on like the thesaurus.com. He was like I need 3. <laughs> I need three adver- uh, adjectives. adjectives that all basically mean the same thing. Yeah. Um, and he does yeah. it again. We're, we're oh yeah, nihilistic and hopeless lifestyle. Yes. I thought he I thought he was gonna keep going. <laughs> nihilistic, <laughs> hopeless, vapid. <laughs> Just keeps doing the same ones over again. Vacuous. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. So so wow! Out of ten Oscars is what you're giving. Wow. Up? Um. You go first. I go first. 
I don't know. This one's a hard one for me. <laughs> I feel like I really liked it, but like also it's like I don't know if I want to watch it again because I don't want to like I don't know. I don't like those people. <laughs> you know. Right. But I I don't know. I'd still give it like a 9. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Well done. Good stuff. Okay. Yeah, I think I'd give it um I think I'd also give it a 9 out of 10. I think it's a classic. I think the ending rocks. Yeah. I think it's directed like near flawlessly. Yeah. And it's very it's so cool. Yeah. And um yeah, and I have watched it a few times and I still like it. Yeah. Well, so I say I I don't want to watch it again, but I feel like I might have to. <laughs> yeah. Just to like have a different take on it cuz I was watching it I was really wrapped up in how creepy <laughs> Uh, ben was being towards the yeah, lane. Yeah, he is creepy. And I was like, I would not endorse this relationship at all. <laughs> but maybe watching it again, I'd be able to like focus on something else because I feel like I was pretty wrapped up in like, <laughs> Elaine, get out of there, <laughs> save yourself. <laughs> yeah, but also don't don't the the makeout king. Come on. Neither yeah, of these dudes are. Yeah, you don't want to marry the makeout king. Absolutely not. Get get out of here. Get out of here. No, thank you. Yeah. So, Courtney, what are we watching next week? Next week, we're watching the Royal Tenenbaums. I feel like you're gonna come to me like later on <laughs> in the week and be like, "We need to uh, scratch this. Um, we're like, watching we something made, else. We're actually made a mistake. I don't want to watch it." <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll be like, okay, uh, next week, Courtney, what are we watching? Uh, we're watching a different movie. <laughs> like, it's gonna, I'm gonna have to like edit in. Like, <laughs> no, we're gonna watch it. I think it'll be interesting. It's a movie that, um, spoiler alert, neither of us like that much. Yeah, uh, it's I. So it's another one that I've seen, which is yeah. to be said. Um, because the only other one we did, Chicago, was the only one, the the only other one that we've both seen. So we've both seen Royal Tenenbaums. It is a more modern movie, going back yeah. and forth, like we said. It is way harder to pick the more modern movies. I just want to say that Yeah. as well. Well, we don't have to go crazy modern. I know. I mean, we did like Sense and Sensibility, which was 95. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is this is probably like 2001. Right. Yeah. So I still. don't actually know, but... Um, but yeah, I, I love Wes Anderson movies. You say you don't love them i don't love generally them. speaking uh i love specifically uh moonrise kingdom and the grand budapest hotel which are pretty recent in his filmography they sure are so maybe i don't like older wes anderson maybe that's it i don't know maybe that's it but yeah the, i watched a bunch of them at once uh, at one point and thought that this one was just like okay i didn't really like I didn't love it very much. I feel like all of my comedy friends love this movie. Do they? And everyone in my like cohort when we watched it, they were like, I love Royal Tenenbaums and I had never seen it and I felt yeah. really dumb. Then after <laughs> I watched it, I was like, nyeh. But uh, maybe I'll like it when it's there. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe same same for me. I maybe think it'll I'll... be an interesting episode. Yeah. For sure. Uh, can we watch Grand Budapest Hotel though? Because like, I, sure. love, I love that. I haven't, I've never seen it. Really? Oh yeah, my God. Can... Okay. Then it's... Then that'll be like one of my movies. Okay, then. perfect. Oh, God. It's 
I think if any of them, because you said the comedy doesn't really do it for you either. Yeah. Um, I think if uh, Wes Anderson's movies comedy is going to hit, it's going to be with Grand Budapest Hotel because it's okay. very funny. Okay. I think. <laughs> All right. I feel good about it. All right. Should cool. we? So Royal Tenenbaums next week. Yeah. Uh, Should we talk about what we're watching? There's no yeah, time. Yeah, I feel like it. we got. Yeah. Um, um. Also, just because. Let me tell you, I've been watching a lot of sh- a lot of shit. Yeah, you're on top of it. Um, I've watched like in the past two days, um, maybe four rom coms. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> what, what were they? Um, I watched something borrowed. Okay. The Wedding Planner. Okay. Notting Hill. Okay. And John Tucker Must Die. I've not seen any of this. Really? Yep. They're all just like, they're all rom-coms, but they're so cute. Yeah. <laughs> John Tucker Must Die is more, is more just like a teen comedy. Yeah, I've definitely heard of that one. Like, That's, it's very, heard about it. it's very funny. Yeah. Uh, could not be made today, and it's probably from like 2006 or something like, but it's. Are these all streaming? Yep. Yeah. Uh, the The wonders of the. The streaming future you know yeah i got hbo max i caved yeah, <laughs> yeah. dude it, it's crazy how much stuff is on there so, i know that's why i was like i saw something borrowed and i was like oh i liked this movie when i saw it and i watched it yesterday because again i convinced myself i had corona so i stayed home all day um <laughs> and i was i watched it on my ipad in my room and i was just like this is great and then i just kept yeah. watching more and more rom-coms <laughs> Um, and then this morning, I, f- I fell asleep watching The Wedding Planner last night, and then this morning, I I, f- uh, I haven't finished it yet, but I was watching it before I had to start watching The Graduate, and I was like, I have not watched this many movies, and so, like, because I'm such a TV person, mm-hmm. that this has been, like, like, an obscene amount of movies for me, that I've been just, like, I don't know, I'm feeling, like, more into the, like, um, complete story. Yeah, the format of Yeah, the, the format, and, like... I really, um, I love, I love film structure. I know that's yeah. such a nerdy thing, but it's <laughs> <laughs> like a writer. I love, I'm really obsessed with film structure. So it's fun yeah. to watch like, um, movies like rom-coms that have such, like they play into structure so much. Like they yeah. do the three act structure to a T and it's fun to be like, I mean, fun for me. I'm a pretty boring person, but for me, fun is being like, there's the inciting incident <laughs> and oh we're yeah. probably in the middle of like page 12 <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah you can i mean movies you can get them down to like oh you can like yeah you can strip them down which is super fun and i think there's something so satisfying about the like three x structure that um really really does it for me and rom-coms are fun because like yeah. it's a i love the genre i think that i think the conceits of the genre are fun and i and make sense to me but then when someone like plays on the you know tropes yeah. of the genre it's just like whoa whoa yeah. And I mean, that's true for all genres, but for some reason, rom-coms are really... Yeah. I'm really into it. And but, but like almost all the ones that I watched were about like cheating. And oh, like... huh. Yeah, because the... Yeah. That's like a... That's almost like a subgenre of the rom-com. Yeah, it's like... Like Something Borrowed and The Wedding Planner, they're like... We're rooting for people who are in... Who are like cheating on their significant other sure. to be together. Hmm. And in something borrowed, actively cheating on each other, like fully <laughs> having an affair, and we're like, oh, get together. 
Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, what are you watching? Um, I, I don't know. Not, well, nothing you'd be interested in. Uh, <laughs> I, I watched Extraction, the Netflix movie with Chris Hemsworth, the like military movie. You're right. I'm not interested in that. Yeah, it's like a it's a white savior thing, but it's but a the, what. R- it's definitely like a white savior. Oh, really? Movie. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no thanks. Um, but it's, I mean, it's still got like a good message. Um, it's just Chris Hemsworth is trying to save this kid. They're trying to extract this kid from, because he's the son of some guy and I don't know. Oh, okay. But uh, the Russo brothers, well, Anthony Russo wrote it. The Russo brothers, the Avengers guys. Yeah, I met them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Me too. Wait, where'd you meet them? We didn't meet them at the same thing. <laughs> at, um, they went to like a F- Cleveland Film Commission. Oh, okay. They spoke. I also met them in Cleveland. Well, they're from there. Correct. Correct. I, I saw was... they they were doing a screening of Infinity War. Oh, when okay. that was like the new one at C uh Case. So I went to it, and they were there, and they uh they had question like or they had like a Q and A, and then uh you could meet them and have signed or whatever yeah i met them sophomore year of college they invited the film program to like a wow if only i was uh you know a film major <laughs> i went with i went with Dwayne and, and joti <laughs> oh god <laughs> um but i had to ride in like joti's truck it was really weird but um <laughs> that red truck of his yeah this red truck um yeah. and he are uh, it was like <laughs> I don't know if we have time for a story, but it was like one of the worst <laughs> weeks of my life where I was like sophomore year. I was like super. It was fall semester sophomore year. I was in like six organizations and oh, yeah. I was taking like 17 credits and I had like leadership positions in like four of those organizations. And I just remember um, I had like a project for group com, like a presentation yeah. for group com to do uh, an essay and an exam for Spanish and an exam for um, econ all in that week. And I also had like a thing for my sorority I was supposed to be like in charge of like a <laughs> event. And yeah. I had to wake, I woke up at like five to go to this film commission thing. I was also, oh, I was also DJing at the radio station. <laughs> so I would, I also had to like wake up super late, a, a job I hated, <laughs> a job I fully despised. And <laughs> I remember I woke up to do the Russo brothers thing and then the end of the day I had all these meetings that ended in this event I was running and like I had a minute between a meeting ending and the event starting and in that minute I walked into the bathroom and I just had a full breakdown. Oh no. I was I, like, I had like six cups of coffee that day. I was just like crying in the bathroom and someone of my sorority was like, what is wrong? And I was like, I don't even know. <laughs> Like, I'm so tired. I'm like writing an essay in Spanish on feminism, and I don't really get what's going on. And, like... <laughs> and then I had I... to go pretend to be Steve Higgins from the Tonight Show for the Zeta event, and be like oh, super God. high energy. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like my entire college experience was so all of our friends were so involved. Mm, yep. And it was just me on the sidelines doing nothing like just going to class and being in uh pylam well and just being like why are you guys doing this no you're right after by the way though after that semester 
um, after my sophomore year, because of like like that moment specifically, I remember and then other things <laughs> that happened sophomore year, junior year, I was just kind of like, and we're we're dropping out of this, and <laughs> yeah, like, we're done. I was, I, but you stuck with like uh, what's it, the midnight madness I stuck with for the hardest one. <laughs> Till senior year, and I was yeah. like, stop. And I was student director. Good lord. I was like <laughs> president of it essentially. Yeah, but I was I was we were friends sophomore year because we were in group comm together. We were in Angie's mm-hmm. classes together. But I just remember like it was that when we had to do that, um this is probably boring for everyone else, but we had to do but. that that project where you talked about group um communications in a TV show. Oh, it was yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It was that project. And yeah. my group did nothing. And I wrote the I wrote the entire <laughs> script for everyone, and I did the that. Whole was a thing. bad class, not because yeah. of Angie. She was no Angie's was a queen. Um, and I also after that project, like a little bitch, went up to Angie and was like, "My group didn't do anything." Because <laughs> I was so mad, and she went, "Okay, I'll take points off." <laughs> or she was like, "I'll deal with yeah, it." She, she liked me. <laughs> yeah, she liked us. <laughs> she liked us and didn't really like anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even do much. Like I did the bare. Not the bare minimum, but like I just did my schoolwork and like left it at that and got B's. And she she was like, that was the that was enough for her to be like, you're one of the good ones. I was such a fucking try hard. I was like, oh, I don't get an A and everything. <laughs> um, no, I remember I was really good at her tests because they were like straight, so was I. straight memorization. Yeah, they worked exactly how my brain yeah, works. Yeah, went exactly to my strong suit, which is not most people's. Like right. Most people like learn this stuff. I'm like, I'll memorize it, then forget it. Um, yep. I and I forgot everything Angie taught me. Sorry, Angie. Forming, uh, storming, norming. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. That that's a you just you just activated that memory in my brain. Right. I had I had forgotten about it. But I remember I got like almost a hundred on every test, and she at, like was immediately in her good graces. <laughs> <laughs> She Perfect. was like, you, you get it. And I was like, mm, not yeah. necessarily. I'm just good at memorizing. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, my experience meeting the Russo brothers was during a real bad day. And that's most, yeah. I don't remember anything they said because I was so fucking tired. And yeah. it was also like on a Friday and that whole week I had been going nuts and like yeah. had so much stuff and like probably got like three hours of sleep like the whole week because I was like staying up this. Oh, God. Because <sighs> also my my um, econ teacher was insane and in his, because his class was so hard, he made an 80, if you got an 85% on something, it was an A. <laughs> Good luck. And no one got an 85%. So, oh, like, I was losing it. And then I just don't, I don't remember anything the Russo brothers said. I remember going up and saying hi to them. They were very nice. I remember them being very nice and very funny. Yeah, they're sweet. But um, truly a wasted experience. I should have just slept. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I was like, I, I'm never going to die. Um, I can... <laughs> I don't need sleep. I can do yeah. it all. I can. That's have how it college all. kids are. But and and there are moments like this where 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 breakdowns happen. But I feel like college kids are invincible. The, it it is crazy. Like thinking back on like the amount the the um the 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 sheer. You fully just hit your mic. It's still moving. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to play it off. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I called it out. <laughs> um. The she the the lack of sleep, the the just the sheer numbers of awake time versus sleep time, yeah, is bananas. 
I can't believe I did any of the things. And let me tell you, gets worse in grad school. Yeah. Um, but do you remember, I was telling someone the story the other night, uh, so my senior year, so you had already graduated. Yep. I was, uh, working on like a Photoshop project for my class, like a graphic design project for one of my classes. Yeah. And I was up to like 5am and I yeah. in the computer lab and you came to the computer lab <laughs> at like 3am. Yeah. I was graduated. Yeah. You were graduated. You must've just been doing there. I don't know. <laughs> You must have been hanging out with someone. But you showed up. You got me food too. It was very nice of you. But you, yeah, I, Wendy's. Yeah, I, I think it might have been Taco Bell. It doesn't matter. Well, it truly. I think I, I, th- I remember dropping something on the ground next to my car. Like as I was getting out, <laughs> I was like, "Well, that's but I one, just you, one man down." <laughs> you came in and you just were like, "You need to leave this." Yeah. Because <laughs> really, you had a test the next day too. Yeah, I did, and I did well on it, but um. Yeah, I was doing this insane Photoshop project that had like legitimately 700 layers and yeah. I had been staring at the computer for like 12 hours. <laughs> and it was like so like m- so much more than what was required of the project. Yeah, no, it was <laughs> like like a like an A plus project would have had like what, 20 layers, 50 layers? Yeah. And you said like hundreds. Yeah, no, it did. And I remember the professor who was very strict and very hard, uh, Paul, was like, uh, I got a 99 on it, which is very rare for him. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, I forgot my digital copy of it. And I thought he was going to yell at me because like he's pretty strict. And I was like, I can run to my apartment and get it. And he just looked at me and went, I know how much work you put in it. I don't need the digital copy. And I was like, wow. Crushed it. <laughs> Truly a, a not worth it. Again, should have slept. Yeah. Maybe that's why Ben is so depressed in The Graduate, because he's like, I'm no longer invincible. <laughs> yeah. 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 What was yeah, his degree I have to get in? A lot of sleep. I, have to I don't know. <laughs> as I have to get you... a lot of sleep now, and I hate it. And I can't eat junk food anymore. Are you or saying as that much. as... I still eat junk food. I was food. like... <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> yeah. I mean, now you just work out all the time. Again, because I get all those notifications. <laughs> I don't, I still don't eat well, but... I mean... Can't do it all the time. I was, we ate garbage in college. <laughs> yeah, constantly. Constantly. I would have a can of Mountain Dew every day. <laughs> That's so much sugar. I have I have like two a month now, I have, as a treat. Yeah, I cut out pop pretty much yeah. altogether. But I kind of well, did that and in that college. was the thing. I cut out pop when I graduated mm-hmm. and lost fifteen pounds. <laughs> Legitimately, I I I did nothing else. That's crazy. Now I, I hadn't just, started working out or running or, or anything yet. Now I just drink Lacroix. Sure. Which it's like drinking water. It it is. How do you feel about the the rumor or the I I don't know maybe it's science that uh, Lacroix doesn't actually uh, taste like anything, it just smells like it and then your taste buds are like tricked. Um, I haven't heard this rumor, but I don't know. Yeah, sure. I mean, Who's I don't think that's true. No. No, because I put it in like like I mix it with stuff sometimes. Oh, and it still tastes and it like still the tastes thing. like it because sometimes I drink Lacroix. Um, with alcohol, right, right. Um, 
That sounds like gin. That sounds gin is your drink? Yeah, that's fake. Have some, have some scotch. That sounds fake. Like I don't actually know how. Like <laughs> it's like it. Like it's if you go to a bar and you're like, "I'll have a glass of alcohol, please." Yeah, and they're like, "Let me see your ID." But um, no. Sometimes I mix it with like, yeah, I like gin. Uh, fine. Okay, I like gin. <laughs> All right. Can you All right. Me? Fine. Get out of that. <laughs> All right. Well, this, is, this has been a tangent. Uh, I'm also watching New Girl over. That's, oh, I did that it. when quarantine first started. I watched it twice, actually, through. It might be the best show ever. I disagree, but it's great. It's like, I feel like there are not a lot of, maybe I'm just oblivious, but I feel like there aren't a lot of, it feels like an improv group. Like that, like it feels like they're just an improv group that is that are creating like these storylines just like by riffing off each other. Yeah, it does. They do. And feel I know like that a lot of friends. it is improv. Yeah, they feel like real friends, which is nice. That is one of the only shows that like it. It truly is like laugh out loud funny. It is yes. That's yeah. the thing. Is like I there are shows that I think are very funny, but don't have me literally like doubled over like tears in my eyes laughing and new girl has done that multiple and I, times. I truly think it's because the characters are so well defined and set up yeah and you like when they react like that you're like i knew that makes so much sense they're insane and even they're just like all crazy people the end of the pilot it's... where they sing i've had the time of my life is so funny like <laughs> it's great. i just watched uh i just watched the prince episode oh. which might be one of the best episodes in the show yeah and the finger guns. Mm -hmm. But the the I think the funniest moment is actually a Winston moment. He goes so there. So Nick just said "I love you" to mm -hmm. to Jess, and she didn't say it back. She did the finger guns, and so all the dudes go to the bar, and they're just like trying to console Nick. And he Winston Winston he his like his like thing is like he's like, man, you blurted it out. It's fine. Like I do it all the time, and it's it cuts. It it does like one of those flash cuts. Yeah. To and and it's him with this girl and they're obvious they're on a date and she's like taking us a, uh, a spoonful of soup like she's about to like take a spoonful of soup and he goes oh, I love you <laughs> like out of nowhere and oh she like God. chokes she like chokes on the soup and then it just cuts back to the bar and that's like that's just the joke that they made that show's so funny I it's, mean. Yeah, especially the first few seasons are just like yeah, gold, and I love Schmidt. Yeah. I have such a, I love Schmidt. I have such, and Nick. Yeah, so much. <laughs> I love the way he pronounces things. <laughs> like that always makes yeah. Oh my god, he has such a a way of like his the way his uh, like volume and tone goes up <laughs> yeah. and then down in a sentence. <laughs> in a very specific way and he does that a lot <laughs> i think about the um how like because nick writes a novel yeah and they're like you've spelled rhythm seven different ways <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm genuinely concerned for you, that you yeah. <laughs> rhythm rhythm right yeah because <laughs> then they're like read it out loud read, read it out loud <laughs> We God, should put a note. We should put something in the notes that's like, at this time, we yeah, go off the rails <laughs> and just have a friend conversation. <laughs> at this time, we're just catching up. 
yeah uh skip to uh this time code if you just want to hear the outro <laughs> which speaking of all right courtney yes if people wanted to find you on the internet where would they go um they can go i'm at cordell hall court el hall on all social media oh yeah I- including soundcloud no i don't have a soundcloud my well, one you can f- find me at soundcloud.com <laughs> so <laughs> no, I don't, I don't have a SoundCloud. My friend Emma always brags that she has a SoundCloud. I find it very annoying. Does she actually have a SoundCloud or is it a bit? It's like she she can listen. She doesn't like put music out. What does she put she, out? Nothing. Never mind. She just <laughs> she just listens to stuff on SoundCloud. Oh, okay. She, she has an account. Like, she has an account. And she's always like, I can, I can listen to that because I have a SoundCloud. I'm like, okay, that's not a, it's not a legit brag. Anyone could have a SoundCloud. Follow me on SoundCloud. <laughs> uh, but I'm at Tyler's New Groove on all social media, not including SoundCloud. I don't have a SoundCloud account. Um, they have a really good web player though. Nathan <laughs> sends me links a lot of the time. Uh-huh. Shout out Nathan. And um, he, yeah, it's a really nice uh, web player. Um. And if you want to follow the the podcast, we are on Twitter and Instagram Which, at FilmSchooledFM. You should follow the podcast. Yeah. That's a thing you should do. Yeah, what the hell? Because we tweet funny stuff. Yeah, we're very funny. We're, we try so hard <laughs> <laughs> to be funny. Oh, boy. Yeah. To moderate success. I mean... Moderate to high. Yeah, speak for yourself. <laughs> moderate to high I'm pointing at me pointing at you thank you thank you <laughs> my goal in life is just to force people to tell me i'm funny <laughs> that's why we're friends because i'm willing to do so uh. people pleaser <laughs> <laughs> all right We'll see you next week. We're watching the Royal Tenenbaums. Get ready for a ride because Wes Anderson movies are weird. Yeah, if you thought we were off the rails this episode. (laughs) Yeah. Wait till it's a movie we don't like. (laughs) All right. And And cut. Cut. Perfect. Why did you? you I like how you did it. The and on um, you moved it in the last episode on Sing Street to make us say it at the exact same time. I did yeah. that on purpose. Well, we didn't do it. Oh, we did it. Perfect. I, yeah. No, but I you, probably like, did move the way it you had it I, lined up. Yeah, I probably thought we should. We yeah. Just trying to make us look better. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> optics. Exactly.